Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 120. Today's episode begins a new arc in our series, Echoes of Invasion. Set in the world of the Battle for Westmouth video game, 30-some years after the Eastern Invasion mainline campaign. It is played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system, with occasional references to the Mythic Game Master emulator's event meaning tables for inspiration. This is Catch and Release. While searching a swamp in the Esmark Hills for necromantic artifacts, Trick and Heppa meet some of the local denizens, Kachin, an unsettling human hermit, and Hazis, a confident Saurian skirmisher. When a conflict arises, Trick applies his way with words to negotiation rather than just fabrication, while Heppa expands her research interests beyond magical artifacts to the medical arts. This arc contains spoilers for the Battle for Westnoth campaign, Eastern Invasion, as well as references to the legend of Westmere. For the story up to this point, visit our website, diceystories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. When we left off, you were with Marvin and Connie who were running an illegal distillery in the East Brin Hills. They told you that they get their peat from a swamp and that they have seen evidence that fighting took place there. This encounter happened midday, afternoonish. Do you wish to spend the night partaking of their hospitality or do you wish to keep moving? My understanding was we were spending the night there, but... Do they offer their hospitality? They no longer see you as threats. And Trick discussed with them a, a deal for them to, to talk with Randall for setting up elderberry right, <laughs> brewing right. options. And so they are, they are hospitable. Do, I mean, do they say anything that sounds like an invitation? I think probably, given that you negotiated with them, probably that means you were there for a while while discussing like all the different things you could brew or not brew successfully. You know... Things you don't want to brew. Also, given that he shot me, it'd be nice if we, you know, he could. That's true. We could eat dinner here. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I mean, if Trick has any indicator that he wants to stay, but if they make a formal, like, even if it's like an informal, if hey, just you should polite. stay. Like, for hey, why don't you guys stay around the fire? Yeah, yeah. Then, of course. So, given that you are spending the night having an informal dinner and drinks with these humans. That's right. This is the first like real length of time you guys have spent with humans. So is there any particular things you want to observe or questions you want to ask or resilience rolls you wish to make because you are drinking moonshine? So Trick wants to try to assess like, he knows that humans don't live as long. He doesn't want to directly ask, but he's trying to figure out like, how old are these guys? How old are they or how old do how you do they, How old do they look? Do they look middle aged? Do they? Are you, your approach is just to kind of watch them and try to suss it out or like ask them questions that might reveal their age? Oh, he's probably going to try to watch for a little bit. Like, yes, trying to ask questions that reveal their age. Like, oh, were you... How long have you been shaving? Yeah, it's more like, were you, you knew of such and such old battle, like battlefield, like, did you ever fight in any of those battles? Or Do you remember before Gwedry was Earl? Oh, okay. Okay, that that will help you. Yeah. Because they'll laugh at that, and they'll say, No, Gwedry's been in the world for 30-some-odd years. Uh, 
How old do you think we are? Fourteen? <laughs> Epilonia will take a guess. She's trying to figure out. Wait, okay, wait, that's young for. So you say fourteen, and the, then the guy laughs, and he's like, "What do I look like, an orc or something?" Twenty-two. And so at that point, Marvin says, "Epilonia <laughs> will play this game. <laughs> She'll play games." It's like twenty questions. Oh yeah. yeah, it's another road trip game. Yeah, yeah. We're just amassing them. So uh, Marvin says, "Ah, oh, twenty-seven times twenty-five. What about you?" I'm thirty-three years. Really? You, you look like you're twenty at best. Man, he's out of stage. Well, at, at which point they're like, "And how old are you?" Oh, uh, I'm actually also thirty-three. We're related, but we're not siblings. That makes us like teenagers or something, and freshly minted adults, I would say. I believe the scale is different for us. It's a very scientific question. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't see very many old elves. Elves are pretty much in their prime until they're not. So elves get old, but they are not old? I mean, you get older until one day when you stop being old and you start being dead. Apollonius <laughs> trying to like figure out what does that Rather mean? than a slow decline, it's a rapid drop-off. Trickmanu is simplifying it. It is a rapid drop-off, but that rapid drop-off does cover a period of several years. But no, the thing is, from Hepalonia's perspective, we do get old, but it doesn't look like... Like, I don't know what it looks like for humans to get old, so okay, I don't okay. know what he's talking about. I'm like, what does that mean? They, you haven't had as many stories from Breda. Yeah, I mean, we do get old. Right. You like, always old, talk about just... the old king, and he's got gray hair, and he can't move, it's weird. Yeah, I mean, so I don't think Hepalonia knows about that. So she's like, okay. what do you mean, don't get old? <laughs> what, do, what do you mean? Trick Manu. <laughs> All right. So there's some discussion of, like, gray hair, teeth fall out, things like that. Surely you just. <laughs> Your teeth <laughs> fall out? But, but how do you eat? <laughs> oh, is that how you die? <laughs> Starvation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens with wild animals a lot of times. It's one way. <laughs> That's true. But not if you have mashed potatoes. No. Then you'll be okay. okay. Ah, speaking of mash and potatoes. And he's like, you're old enough to drink, right? <laughs> yeah, you're in your 30s, you can certainly drink. Sure, you know what? It was bad water, but we'll be polite. Thank you. All right, uh, resilience checks. How bad resilience It's just one purple. One success. We know that this is kind of poisoned, but it's the polite thing. The dowsing rod did not approve of the stream. You got a tour of the still and a description of how it works. Oh, but water may not be in this. That's like what the distilling is about removing water, isn't it? But you gotta start okay. with I, I could be wrong here, but I thought from my tour of whiskey places in the past, the alcohol is boiled and then it goes through a condenser and then the alcohol condenses separately from like the water. So I feel that Whatever is in the stream wouldn't make it into the finished product here. Okay. Because of the distillation. That would be kind of my assumption as well. Well, maybe I'll take smaller drinks because, I mean, it's not affecting these guys, obviously. But I've also seen Trick just, like, get shot and be like, yeah, you can bandage me. So I think humans might be a bit hardier. Ah, okay. I might just be polite and make more of a show of... Little sips rather yeah. than throwing it back. Just in case their stomachs are hardier. You know, like turkey buzzards or whatever. <laughs> you can't poison them. 
This is an easy resilience check, since you're not going through a whole keg. I mean, if I fail it, I might drink more. And I do fail it, but what advantage? You are not getting trashed, Mm -hmm. but you did fail the check. So you are going to be slightly hungover tomorrow. Okay. Because you're staying with them tonight and enjoying their hospitality, you can remove the condition that was on you that affected your strain threshold. But Hepalonia is going to start tomorrow morning with a headache, so you will start tomorrow with two strain already existing. Okay. So. A night in the hills. You spend a night with them at their hut. Then in the morning, you depart, and they gave you some landmarks and things to follow to the place where you are hoping to find evidence of a battlefield. Ah, yes, I've heard of the stony slopes. I was thinking maybe we should go investigate the water problem since we're here. That's probably a good idea. Okay. My dad would want to know about it. So I guess we'll follow the river up. Is following the river going relatively towards the bog? Yeah. You're heading further into the hills, but you're also heading towards a moister area. Yeah, we should check out that bog, though. Probably bad water there. There might be a source. Do you think the problem's in the bog? There's a chance. Bog water is different kind of water from stream water. I feel like that probably is true, and Trick doesn't really understand why, but... <gasps> Nobody wasn't the quote, nobody's... Smart enough to be wrong 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you are going to be making just a geography check. No survival check today since you had good accommodations last night. An average geography check. You have a blue dye added because you were given instructions by somebody who has been there recently. Do you have a headache? Trick, thanks for a second. No? Feel pretty good? Okay. You not sleep well? Elves drink. Elves drink like wines and, and liquors, and they, they probably have some forms of or mead, maybe. They don't really cultivate grain crops, so probably not so much beer, actually, but... Cider. Yeah. Okay, so, oh, then, oh, yeah, then uh, my constitution is probably just not as strong as yours. Uh, maybe, yeah. She says diplomatically. Uh, it, it was surprisingly strong stuff, but eh, not too bad. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, maybe it's an adverse reaction. Uh, success, two advantages. So you're hiking along, you're following the stream. It is getting narrower. Then you reach a place where it kind of starts broadening out and there's lots of cattails and stuff like that. And you realize you're now on the edge of a fen type area. The landscape is such that this stream is an outflow from a place where, where the water spreads out and stuff. You're now on the edge of the swampy area and it is midday at this point because mm-hmm. you you did have quite a bit of hiking in and you guys could make perception checks to kind of get sure. a, an idea of the space how difficult yeah it's just just average one success that's a wash so how about you see cattails you see clumps of stuff it's a swampy area. You know, there's some areas in Esperin Forest that get more swampy, and this is kind of similar, except not with, like, the giant trees overhanging type stuff that some of the swamps in Esperin Forest have. Trick, you can clearly see where peat removal has like happened. Okay, they've been digging out over there. Right. That's where they're getting their peat, like, kind of close to the edge, and where there's... Oh, yeah, it's some good peat over there. Uh, over there a little bit further, that'd be a good place for bog iron. 
fog iron? Yes, I learned this today. It's an actual thing. What's fog iron? Because <laughs> uh, really, it sounds like a sword that's been left in a swamp. That's true. Uh, no one's quite sure, but it turns out you don't always have to dig iron out of the ground. Some bogs like this, iron will collect in places, and you can get a little bit of iron. And, you know, after not too long, 30 years or so, it'll refresh. There'll be more iron. Whereas, like, you dig iron out of the ground, it's gone. There's no more iron. It doesn't come back. Don't tell the dwarves. But they'll start stealing the bogs. I guess that's not a big deal, actually. Could it pollute the water? The iron? I'm pretty sure. I think it's naturally occurring. Do you want to go examine it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> now I do. <laughs> I didn't okay. before. I was going to say, let's take a break. But <laughs> now I want to investigate the bog iron. So then I would like a survival check to move safely through the bog. No, no problem. This is average. Wait, do we both make this, or are you going to do it for the group, since you're the scout? I, are you making the roll? I, oh, yes, I can get us that bog iron. So you can take a blue die from HEPA helping. Yeah. And Just to keep a lookout for... story point is being spent to upgrade your difficulty. Oh, we have success and four advantages. So your trip to the bog iron area involves... Some jumping from clump to clump, because there's some areas of ground that are stable, but there's some areas that are far too squishy. And Trick actually does an excellent job of directing you where is safe to step and not. There's a lot of like, I'm pretty sure that's not just a turtle. Yeah, oh, it, that's mostly silly ground. And you have four advantages. Four advantages. And this is related to you successfully navigating the bog. Do you have ideas for it, or do you want suggestions? Uh, we could, even though we're going towards a naturally occurring source of bog iron, along the way see the signs of the battlefield, like a piece of a shield sticking out or something. That's a possibility. Do you want to get to battlefieldy things right away? I don't want to forcefully direct the narrative, but that to me seemed a logical uh, thing to see. Are you going to make up a story about how the bogs also make shields and swords? Uh, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure those were dumped here. Why someone would have a fight up in the swamp in the middle of the hills, I don't know. Okay. We will say that, yes, you do see part of, like, a shield sticking up out of the water. And you had quite a few advantages, so I will say also, along your way navigating, initially intending to go to the bog iron, but maybe now torn between do we look at this shield or do we look at the bog iron, there's also planks. Planks. Like someone lives here. The, the planks, here. there's planks, and some of them seem kind of rotty. Like, maybe nobody lives here right now or anymore, but it looks like there did used to be some sort of boardwalking through the area. Here and there, like places that right. are particularly bad-looking, where, like, safe to land on clumps are a little further apart, there is evidence of boards. I think Trick will point this out. Well, like, Trick, like, points out the shield, because that's exciting. Uh-huh. Like, oh, a shield over there. We don't even have to go all the way to the bog iron. See, that's not naturally occurring. This would have been dropped here from one of those battles in planks from place to old plank. Hep, are you seeing this? wonder where the planks go. That is a good question. Wait, how far is the shield? The shield is not on a nice, safe clump. The shield is a little ways, so you'd have to wade through some water a little bit. Versus how close are the planks versus the bog iron? I think you could consider the size of a room. So essentially, these things are all short-range from each other. Mm -hmm. You got to do some, some tangle vine to try to drag something towards yourself? You could access the planks. Like, you can try to 
do something oh, with the planks. Pull the plank out and move it around. To... Yeah. I'm just thinking what am I going to investigate first, and whatever's closest is probably going to be... Or I'll just start with the shield. Cause I feel like the shield is probably closest. Yeah. Him, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, it's okay. a little, I don't know if there's a good way to get there. Do we have any skills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to move the... But there's planks. I mean, we got planks. This would be a mechanical situation, I think. Yes. Because I don't, I've never actually, I could try to use the, I know a spell, but I don't know how to use it, right? Is that the deal? Like, I can try, but I will probably fail, or I just can't try. You don't have a, actually have a range of primal. I <laughs> haven't gotten there yet. According to the rules, like, you're not allowed to try it. Okay, so then I don't try it, but... I've let you do the dowsing rod untrained, because that's essentially... <laughs> a narrative. A narrative thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But it also had a magical implement, right? In this case, I'm not... It's just me. So if I can't yes. try it, I'm not going to, but... Narratively, you could be like, oh, I'm supposed to be able to tangle branches, and you try and you fail. Yeah. Or we could swing a plank over there. Yeah, we Suppose could. we could find out what kind of fallen soldier it came from, too. Unless we brought anything from the pantry that... Oh, that's like rope-like? You know what? Well, like, if we brought some big hunk of meat, it could be tied up with some twine. That's a possibility. <laughs> it's the meat that we didn't think to eat? No, because I mean, it was probably all dried meat. That could we, we make some sort of a plaster with the flour that we can fashion a boat? You make a cement... A plaster boat. Instead of using the planks that are around, you build a, a cement bridge with flour. flour. With flour. And we just make some really hard muffins. I mean, we could, yeah, let's try the planks. Uh, I'm, I'm down for planks. I have no ranks in mechanics. It's going to be mechanics, because you're essentially, you're building something artificial. Okay, let me see if I can figure something out. Yeah, I can help you. Bridge yeah. building, not part of my education. So you can take a blue die from Trick. It's worth a try. It's going to be average difficulty, but there's a black die because the planks are somewhat rotten. Okay. You have three story points available. Do we take? I don't think it's necessary. But... I mean, I'm smart enough. We can see. Let's give it a try. Oh, I rolled a lot of advantages. <laughs> I failed four times, but then I rolled seven advantages. Yeah, failed a lot, but it's so all... perhaps it is simply that like the area between us and the shield literally is just like water, and like we, we can't just put a plank down and walk in a plank because there's nothing for the plank to sit on. It's just like the planks just keep sinking. There isn't tufts of grass just below the level. Yeah, like it's too deep. Okay, you have a ton of advantages though. Yeah. So, so, no, I was thinking at least we've determined how that the bog is very deep here. Yeah, okay. That is helpful to know, for sure. Do you have ideas for other things that you would like environmentally to be going on here? You have so many advantages there. I mean, we're trying to build a bridge, but if we could just find a plank that floats, we could just float. Build a raft. There, These are not as oh. rotten, perhaps. Okay. Like, you pull at the bottom, like, oh, just the surface looked bad. But they've actually been protected from the environment. Wait, how, why are they sinking? Because they're just too rotten? Well, no, we're, like, we're shoving them into, like, the mud. You're but... trying to, like, build something here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could try a, something. A raft might be possible. I mean, it doesn't have to bear our complete weight. We can float. Oh, so you're thinking just flotation Yeah, that's okay. what I was thinking. I mean, if we could get something that could fully yeah, float. Yeah, if we get something that could fully float, that'd be better. Building a boat is a legit approach, a raft. That's going to be another mechanics check. I, I Swimming across is an athletics check. Yeah, I favor building a boat. I, yeah, I think a raft is I mean, a better idea. you would get blue dice on the swimming because you would be using your little swimmies. Red floaters. Your boogie board, is that what they're called? Yeah, there you go. Maybe there's something that's not good for standing on, but we could use to aid floating. So it's not that there's that many planks, but we could 
supplement with, but I don't it's, know it's, what else it's, it's what probably, reeds, I guess. Yeah, it's probably a matter that you realize that some of the vegetation here, like the vines and stuff like that, that you can use to like bind some boards together. Yeah. Not in a way that you would that you think you can build the whole structure all the way across, but you can build a small part that can be a wrap. Let's do it. So it may be that they don't all fall in. It's just that if I fail this, then I've just blown them all. Just trying all the planks, just <laughs> trying to do a better okay. idea. Whatever right. floats your boat. <laughs> but you had a ton of advantages there. So you're going to be making another mechanics check. This time you're allowed to upgrade the good dice from, we'll say, four of those advantages. And the other advantages there are consumed by there being these other tools to assist you. So you'll get a blue die as well. So, and trick is helping you. So end result here is there's two blue dice and one of your greens is upgraded to yellow as you are now constructing a raft instead of a bridge. And we have all the story points. You we have every have story point. Would you Let's like upgrade, yeah. Having failed the previous check. Get them two yellow dice. Well, if we're going to explore the bog, yeah, having a raft would be so... Yep. Explore the bog in style. Yeah. All right. Blue dice did nothing. But so what I hear is Trick did nothing. He's full of a lot of uh, random ideas, but as far as like tying knots, <laughs> anything else, no. More supervisory role. I mean, he doesn't claim to be the supervisor. All right, I did succeed. One success and one advantage. Congratulations. You have a raft, and you're going to be able to use it to circumvent the GM's attempt to make you swim through this bug. Excellent. We have a raft, Trick Manu. you got to have a name for a raft. Bad luck to have a raft without a name. What do you propose? I think you, you're the shipwright of the raft, so you... How about Rafty? Okay. No, it should be something long and ridiculous. Rafty Elia. Rafty. It's a bog, bog raft. Bog, bog raft. All right, let's see if I can be your oarsman here. What are you going to oar with? Yeah, do we have any leftover planks? You're going to just try to scoop water with the plank? I thought we were going to use a stick because it's a bog. Yeah, but it's really deep. Like Thomas Sawyer style, where you just kind of... Right. So that would require a pole that is deep enough to hit the bottom. A very long stick. Which currently you do not possess. Yes. I mean, you can, like, get on your raft and you can, like, shove off, and then it'll float. Well, we just need to shove off to get to that shield, and then we can use that shield as a paddle. Excellent idea, Trick Manu. Is that driving because we got rid of piloting? Yes. We said driving covered the vehicles, so it covers carts and it covers boats. I mean, in our worst-case scenarios, we just get over the side and kick our legs. Yep. There was uh, an advantage on the raft building check, so you can have a blue dive. For superior raft handling. Uh, this is average, oh, I gather. thanks for reminding me. Your raft has bad handling. The blue die is for one-time use only. I'm not going to give your raft stats, yeah, I don't think but it has that. a handling of minus one. That's um, fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll try to drive this raft around. I can try to help. That would be really helpful. Yes, for a vehicle such as this, you can certainly help. Uh, yeah, let's spend another story point here. So now you're like a tour guide on oh, early morning bird watch. That's perfect. Or actually, it's late afternoon. You guys just built a boat, so we are now in late afternoon. Not quite dusk, but there is starting to be like later. frog noises and, and other If you look to sounds. your left, you can see the remains of a former walkway recently converted by local denizens into a raft. No problem. Two success, one advantage. You managed to get over to it, and would you like your advantage to be that there's a pole arm here? Yeah, that would be helpful. Oh my gosh, something that we can poke and get stuff. Is it just a, like a big long spear, or like this is a proper like? So pipe? there is a pole 
coming out of the water and you guys grab it and you start pulling it up and when it gets all the way up you can see that it is a halberd so it does have mm. like that kind of axe type part at the end so it has like a hook nature to it right that's a fancy piece and there's the shield here you've gotten that so you can good find pull the shield up the good. shield is like stuck in a clump of stuff that's why it was able to be close to the surface it's not floating itself it was on a little tussock it's rusty and it is mucky. Mm -hmm. Washed off a little bit here. Does it have any kind of emblem on it or anything? Or is it just like a plain wooden like brass fitting or iron bands or something? It is partially decayed because it was a wood-based shield that had like metal like straps across it kind of. Okay. Yeah, um, so like the metal part is rusty, the wood is partially decayed. You can see where like there used to be leather grips on the back of it for putting your arm through, but it would not provide you much aid in any no, sort of combat no, right now. Wasn't planning to use it. It wasn't anything that would have had a heraldic seal okay. on it. This it's is a relatively basic soldier's wooden yeah. shield with iron bands. If you want to see if there's other things here. That involves either diving or I'm gonna root around with this. Playing with a halberd. Oh, I'll turn the like metal side down. Maybe I can hear or feel like a clink of hitting something hard. Okay. This is gonna be a perception check. Yep. But it is going to have two blacks attached to it because you are trying to do this by, by feel. feel in a swampy type situation. I'm looking for the thing that's not water down there. Uh, trick Manu. Always looking for not water. I'm upgrading the difficulty. <laughs> Ooh. I assume it was average. It was average, yeah. Okay. Yep. We'll root around a little bit. You know, I tried churning butter once or twice, but... Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. don't think the same physics apply here. Are you sure? Muck and butter have an awful lot of similarities. I hope the same physics don't apply here. That is a failure with two advantages. You can feel things moving down there, but you can't hook anything, and you can't Sense enough to know what they are. Yep. Okay. But there's stuff down there that's not attached. Yeah, there's something down there, but I can't get a good hold on it. How far down? Halberd length down. So like eight to ten feet. Yeah. The waters here is pretty deep. Yeah. Um, I really want to know what it is. Do you want to know enough to actually dive down? Yes, I do. Um, leave your sword up here. I'm going to leave everything up here. Yeah. Follow the pole down. You can't see anything down there. Do we have any sort of... Things about nudity or not in this, in the elven culture. Just it determines how far down I'm going to strip. Whatever you want to be the case. Underwear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be weird in front of my cousin. Yeah, yeah I'm going to strip down. Is there a reed or something that is oh. nearby? Something I can breathe through? If you want to spend your last story point, you can just say, yes, there is. Or you can make a survival check to scrounge around. I think there is. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe, Trick, you said that you would have the pole in place. I'm going to have the pole so like just fixed down. so you can follow it down, follow it back up, you get lost, find the pole. Okay. Keep one, so, try to keep one hand on the pole. The pole, I'm going to say, is going to give you two blue dice here okay. towards getting you in the right location. Okay. And then I guess I could take the shield down to help weight me because if I can breathe with the reed... If you're concerned about being able to submerge because of weight-related issues, then yes, the shield would serve that purpose. Or I can just try to climb down using the pole. That's also true. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. I don't need to be dealing with the shield, too. Yeah, that's yeah, It's things. good we don't have any, like, tether system. Otherwise, Drake would have to come with some complicated. Now, one pole 
means everything's good. Two pulls and one short means that it's, it's not so good. A Morse code of pulls. Yeah. I mean, I could just knock on the pole. There, okay. One knock on the pole is... Pull me up? One knock on the pole is everything's good. Two is you're going to stay down a little bit longer. One long and two shorts is uh, you found something interesting. Uh-huh. And repeated knocking is please pull me up. Okay. By the end of this, we'll just have our own little language. So, athletics is your swimming. Okay. It is average difficulty, so two purples. Two blue dice because the pole is helping you navigate to the right location. And you have set up this read system here, so that gives you another blue die. Okay. I hope there's not like bog monsters that me and my underwear. I get one advantage. Stuff is kind of lodged in the muck. You are not able to find the stuff down there. You have failed the swimming part of this. So right. it's deeper than you've ever dealt with, really, right. is the thing. Like, you start to go down, but you realize, okay, I can only breathe so much, and I can't really see stuff. Right. You can follow the pole a certain distance, but it's just, it's not working out. Right. I can't get down there. Splash back up. Too far down? Too far down for me. I mean, I can give it a try if you want. I'm not... Okay. Yeah. I get up. <laughs> I want to know what's down there. <laughs> All right. So she had an advantage that can be a blue die for you. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on how you're going to approach this that will give you more success than she had? <laughs> this is like some random rock or something. Yeah. <laughs> what I really need is I need to not like climb down the pole. I just need to like slide down the pole. I need to like bring something heavy with me. Like a shield or okay, something? Okay, so you want to try the shield option? Yeah, I need something like down? heavy. Do you want the reed too for breathing? Yeah, sure, the reed's probably good. I pull this rod up a little bit. I'm going to grab onto the bottom now. I'm going to be trying to swim down while holding onto the rod. You also push down the rod. Okay. So we get more force. I'm sure the halberd probably drops pretty easily. Right. Well, it's a small piece of metal on a big piece of wood. So you're now thrusting him down, kind of. Sure. Yep. Two blue dice from the halberd. One from the reed. One from Hepa's. Hepa's help. Difficulty is two purples. They're upgraded. Yeah. It's more blue dice than anything. <laughs> Something interesting. Come on. Failure. Okay. It turns out it's too deep. It's too muddy. It's too murky. Yeah. It's too late. We're around down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to get late in the day. Come back up. Yeah, you were right. Can't get down far enough. You guys are not quite as tall as a halberd. But the halberd is long enough that you can use it as a nice pole for navigating. There's now, like, cricket sounds as well as the frog sounds. You want to check out that bog iron? But it's getting dark. I think we should probably stop for that. Yeah, the bog iron isn't actually super interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm going to check it out, but... Yeah, let's get to the, the edge of the swamp, I guess. We could rest and then try again in the morning. There's yeah, now so that we got a raft. There's so much to investigate. Guess so. All right, so you guys are camping out on the edge of the swamp. I put my clothes back on. <laughs> I mean, you got a little fire to dry off anyway. You're going to need a survival check for your camping for the night. Yep. You're going to roll it, I'll help you? Sure. We'll say it's easy. But yeah, because we're in a peat bog, so fire is not a problem. Generally, I think you have to dry out the peat before you burn it. One success with a threat. So you are going to be fine as far as strain situations and things like that. In fact, you can roll to recover strain if you suffered any, having finished the encounter in the bog. I will take one back. From my headache. Your headache is definitely gone by now. Okay. Uh, 
plenty of water here, although I don't think you want to drink any of it. Do you want to check check it? Uh, yeah, you were pretty good. You got, you got that. You can keep doing it. But I'm not a professional. I mean, I've moved on from that career, though. Oh, you're not just talking about can we have water to drink. You're talking about like the water issue. Yeah. The testing the water. I mean, I succeeded, but I've done. I that. think the water called out to you, so it would be rude and inappropriate for me to intervene at this point. I don't mind. It's not just rude to you; it'd be rude to the water. We are family, Trick Manu. Yeah, but I don't. You don't want to upset the water. Man, I've asked a lot of questions. Now you're talking about the water as if it's a nature god. Yes. What happens when it gets upset? Deception time! <laughs> Tell us a story, Trick Manu. You're totally becoming my favorite cousin. Uh, what is your vigilance? Hepa doesn't say that, but... Uh, it's two. Two? Okay. Let's see how this Tell goes. Tell us a story. It is failure with an advantage, so... Just so you're aware. Okay, but you... So, Hepa, answer. Hepa is aware that this is a load of BS. Yes. But there's an advantage. Well, it depends on what's wrong with the water. Obviously, like... We need so many water dowsers, there's not that much water here, but I've heard that far to the west there's a great ocean full of water. And there's people who live in the water, and so they they revere, you know, the water as the like we revere the forest. Right? The trees are everything to I just realized how many stories you're probably gonna have to make up because I will ask questions. So many questions. (laughs) So if the water is angry out there, you get stormy seas, it ruins their crop of algae. So you could have a plague of water locusts. Do they eat the water? I mean, they drink the water. Okay. They're made out of water? I mean, partly. So, I have a question. He failed his deception check. Yeah. You know he's making stuff up mm-hmm. at this point. Are you intentionally, like, egging him on further? I think... I'm getting a sense that Hepalonia is a little playful with these things. Because ah, she's another It's game. another game. Yeah, yeah. So we're just playing a game. Like, I don't know if it's obvious that he's trying to. The advantage could be that Trick realizes, like, she's not buying it. She's <laughs> being polite or she's toying with him a little bit. I think there's sort of, like, that theorizing that's fun, even though this is, like, totally absurd, right. absurd but it's fun to play with, well, what is the... Like, how would the logic work of that yeah. existence? If they did have water locusts, what would water locusts like, be like? Being yeah. hit with the Socratic method here. I believe just go up into <laughs> smoke. Don't stand up to scrutiny. All right. I would like you guys to make a vigilance check. Like a shared vigilance check? or we I would say I would like each of you to make a vigilance check. You're playing this little game. This vigilance check is four purples. Four purples? <laughs> like split between the two of us? <laughs> For each of you. Okay. I failed with three threats. You only had three threats? Did you succeed? I don't have an actual (laughs) failure. Like, they even out, but I have four threats. You have no successes. All right, but we're really into this game. So now Trake is just, he's not in a bad mood about it even. He's like, well, yeah, no, I bet uh, Merfolk, uh, they also, uh, well, of course, they're going to be scaly, sort of, but like fish, sort of. I'm guessing that Polonia doesn't always get polite answers to her questions. Probably not, but I think think Trick's in a good mood. So, yeah, so Trick is a good partner for your activity. Much better than Quamilia ever was. Yeah. But completely oblivious to whatever's going on. She's like, we don't have time for this nonsense. Whereas Trick is only nonsense. <laughs> so, four threats. Do you want to store those up? Do you want me to take them as strain? Uh, no, you are not taking those as strain. Are we going to get eaten by the bog monster that I've been, that we've been like both teasing? Been yeah. Yeah. I taste elf. Mmm. Mm. Mm. <laughs> He's been swimming around here. 
Elf stew sounds good tonight. You get ready to go to bed, and you maybe think that you'll have like one more snack before you do so. Mm, We're just eating power. (laughs) Oh, all the eggs broke. Uh, That was dumb. (laughs) That would be the case if there was still food there. But whatever sack you were keeping food in is gone. Yeah. When When did you eat the eggs? I didn't eat the eggs. Uh, were you carrying the eggs then? No. Like I turned that there's nothing coming out of the pack. Turned upside down. Was I carrying them? In your knapsacky type thing, the bag that had the food in it, that bag is gone. Well, the whole bag is gone. Like your rucksack is still there. Yeah. But like the sub sack that had the majority of your food is gone. The various dried meats, other things. Yes, there are still like dried fruit. You see, like, dried fruit actually, like, kind of thrown on the ground around your bag. I feel like it's got to be whatever the most unpalatable thing, food item we had, is what's left. All your sources of protein are gone. So is the halberd. The halberd is gone? What? That's harder than this. How did we miss that? You were caught up in your game, and some things have gone walking. And our raft is still here, right? I just... The raft is still there. You, like, pulled the raft up onto the side. Yeah. Now I'm picturing a squirrel with a halberd. And... <laughs> Did we bring the shield with us? Or is the shield sent to the bottom of the bog? No, you brought the shield. Is that still here? Yes. Okay. What? We put the halberd right there, right? Halberd is a very big thing. Yeah. Must have been a person. I mean, an animal could... Well, an animal could grab it. Most animals don't have foldable thumbs. That's what separates sentient species from non-sentient species. But what... <laughs> This is why orcs <laughs> technically sentient, like regardless of how smart or dumb they are. I don't make the rules. Did I hear you say you wanted to search around? Yeah, sure. Are you going to work together, or...? Yeah, maybe we just dropped it, but although the halberd... Did the water rise, maybe, and we didn't notice, and it floated away? I mean, the raft is still here, though, but the raft's heavier, I guess. It is now night. You mean, did the water rise and take all of our sources of protein? <laughs> Perhaps the water got angry. (laughs) Maybe the water got angry. (laughs) Took things away. We tried to take this halberd from the water. You don't think that it would want the fruit, too? Not the dried fruit. (laughs) Because it's dried. It just took all the dried meat to reconstitute it, I guess. Um, yeah, let's search around. Yeah, or some kind of critter. Look for tracks. Yeah, let's poke around. You're good at that trick, Manu. Uh, tell me about searching for tracks in a bog at night. Four purples. But they did leave with a halberd, so... Hablonia is helping you, so you get a blue. There's two black dice of darkness. Can I light a torch? Or this is already up by the torch and this is all dark. If you are going to walk around with a torch, waving a light around with you, there'll only be one black die of darkness. I think I will do that, because I don't think there's other people currently occupying this bog, and if there are, I'm not, I'm not inherently viewing them as threats. Maybe I should... Okay. Yeah, but I'd, because I also know I might step in the wrong place and just fall in. So I'd like to have okay. a, yep. a torch. So I feel like we still have some embers left from our long yeah. fireside chat. You'd think something taking a halberd would either have to drag it or would it would make them heavy and leave heavier tracks. We'll find out when he rolls this. That just, is one possibility. You guys had so many threats. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but I have to admit, I'm so curious what took our halberd <laughs> and our meat. If it's not a person. Nope, just a failure. No advantages nor threats. That means you don't like fall into the bog yourself. Yeah. Spend like an hour or whatever searching around in like a circle around our camp. I got nothing. Maybe it was a 
large bird or bat? It does occur to you the ground is really wet here, and so, so like any steps you take, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, gone in an instant. They like suck up closed again. Can I make a knowledge adventuring to think if there's a creature besides a human? Yes, knowledge adventuring is the skill. Whatever that might take. It's the halberd that's the mystery. The food isn't as mysterious. Right. Well, they took the whole bag. Although the halberd could be separate. <laughs> I picture this, this bag that's got like dried meat and a halberd stuck yeah. in it. Like well, a Matilda? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It could be that the halberd sunk into the bog. That that is all some, something got into our rucksack. Yes, I would like to puzzle out if there's anything that would do this. And you're like, oh, it's a human, duh. That would be sneaky. How hard is this? Average. Oh, I succeeded that. One threat, but four successes. Take that as strain? You can take that threat as strain if you would like, because the type of creature that you remember that likes swampy areas is something that eats flesh, including the flesh of its own people. Uh-huh. And maybe that wouldn't be a nice thing to run into. You know that Saurians, creatures called Saurians, uh-huh. like to live in swampy-type areas. They are carnivores. They are small creatures, like the size of a child in terms of height. And they take halberds? Pole arm, like spears, uh-huh. are their main form of weapon. And they're cannibals? They do eat other Saurians. Hmm. But they have rosable thumbs. So that's what your successful adventuring check gives you. Uh-huh. Knowledge of like somebody told a story one time. Mm-hmm. They are partial to pole arms as a weapon. Okay. And all of your like protein type stuff was stolen, but not your dried fruit. Right. This could have been Saurians. Uh yes, Saurians. Those with like chickens to think for a second, like those aren't not dragons. No. Do you have like a, a clever little saying for Saurians like you had for dwarves? Oh, I should have something. You're going to have to develop one for each race. Yeah, shorter creatures, fleet of foot. Short and swampy, fleet of foot. Yeah, short and swampy, fleet of foot. Saurians. Do I ever, or do I ever make another role? Do they work in groups? Are they solitary? They are not solitary creatures. Generally speaking, like, they have a society. Are they aggressive? They eat each other. Generally, not like... From their own, like, clan type thing. But right. they, they have a lot of warfare among themselves. Okay. Well, I guess it's good they didn't try to eat us. Armed with a halberd. Even a rusty one, that's true. Why didn't they? Maybe he wasn't that hungry, or probably trying to eat us would, you know, would have broken our uh, concentration. So we, we would have fought back. Whereas I don't think the, the dried deer is going to fight back. I feel like the dried fruit might have fought back a bit. Could be. That must be why they left it. Fruit can be fierce. Well, what do we do? Do we set traps? Do we take watches? Yes, actually, I think I, I could try setting up some traps. That's <laughs> I'm like, you're the survival guy. What do we do? Do We can set there, up some traps. Can, and, uh, is there a repellent we can understand that there's saurians in this swamp? Maybe some lavender we can spray around? Or... <laughs> I'd like to look around and see if anybody's there and then gra- gather up our fruit. I mean, did you want to, like call out. I'm going to set up some traps. Or at least a, a trap to like make some noise. Okay. You're setting up a trap. Yeah. You are doing what? I think I'm going to get... He, but you searched around for an hour and you didn't see anybody? I searched around. I didn't see any okay. tracks. I didn't see anything. So I was wor- more worried about danger. I think I'm just going to try to gather up what's left of our supplies. Okay. 
So I'm going to suggest that you make a survival check. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of to like assess how you stand supply-wise now that this has happened. You are going to make a skullduggery check. Yes. Just average or how hard do I want to make the trap? How hard do you want to make the trap? Let's make the trap hard. Okay. I am going to upgrade the difficulty of your trap setting. See if I get caught in my own trap. Your survival check is only easy. One purple. One threat, but two successes. Four successes, three threats. So perhaps I do catch myself in the trap a couple times, but it is very effective. You set up traps. What is the nature in your imagination of the type of traps you want? It all, as always with all traps, they start simple and get more complicated. Like there's some where we use some, like maybe the shield and like a stick that would bang against it if someone trips a wire, so it makes a noise. But then Trip thinks, no, I can like catch whoever is doing this. So there's another trip wire that like if you trip that, a loop of vine or whatever will wrap around you and you'll get pulled up. The raft will like swing up from the ground and crash into you. Yes. You set up a variety of ridiculous vine-based traps. Yes, that is correct. You have three threats? Three threats. Okay, and you have one threat? Okay. Uh-huh. You are going to pick up all of the dried fruits and assess things. You, you succeed the survival check. So you think like, all right, we're okay for a few days. Mm-hmm. So we're not in danger of starving, but we probably want to get to like some sort of settlement or something like that, or else do some foraging, like, or get our stuff back. Right. It's not emergency levels of missing supplies, but it's definitely inconvenience levels. Right. Three threats, Trickmanu. Yep. What do you have in mind? You have... Your spear hurled at me? Set up all of your traps. Yep. And you are standing outside of the traps. And I have to get back inside? You do need to get back inside, but you do know where all the traps are. Right. But it is this point that someone lays a hand on your shoulder. been listening to Echoes of Invasion, set in the world of the Battle for Westnoth video game, and played using Edge Studios' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Jen, and our players were Lex and Daniel. For the serialized, narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our character art is by Del Borovic. See her work at DelBorovic.com. Our music is sampled from Return to Westnoth by Matthias Westland, aka West. Licensed under CC by SA 4.0, part of the Battle for Westnoth project. Visit them at westnoth.org. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, the only thing that separates you from knowledge is experience.